This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well. Hey everyone, it's Greg with the Collector Car Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to review the Mecham car that just sold a few hours ago, the Bullet Mustang from my last episode. If you didn't listen, I chose a fairly aggressive number as far as what it would sell for. I was basically basing that on what the Steve McQueen multiplier was for some of his past cars that sold at auction, then also the movie multiplier based on movie cars, and then I threw in there an iconic multiplier because it is such an iconic car, but it sold for $3.4 million. That's before the Mecham fees, so I think they do about 10%. So that will push it up to about $3.8 million. I was off. I was higher than that. So just go back to the previous episode to listen. So I'm doing another deep dive here. This one's a little bit fun. It's what cars are worth their weight in gold. And this is something my wife actually mentioned during a conversation. I thought that'd be a fun and interesting podcast. So I'm going to dig into the numbers here, including the commodity data. And I go a little crazy on this one. I uh, I went all over the place. So I want to have a little fun to begin with. So I'm going to take some interesting, iconic cars and compare to the price today based on the Haggerty valuation tool, the average price of these cars and what they would be worth or how many of a certain item you could buy for that amount. So this is kind of fun and different and there'll be some fun facts included as well. So I'm going to start with a 1983 DeLorean DMC 12. Now, the reason I have all these cars is that you'll find out at the end of this podcast, there's not a lot of cars that are worth their weight in gold. So I'm going to end on that. I'm going to end on the handful of cars that are worth their weight in gold. But to lead up to that, I'm going to have some other interesting cars and items. So the first is a DeLorean 1983 DMC 12. The average Haggerty value for this car is $31,300. They actually made four gold ones or two gold ones, which is really interesting. And those are worth quite a bit more money. Now, the item I compared this to is the food processor, uh, the Mr. Fusion from one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future. Now, if you were to uh, buy food processors instead of a 1983 DeLorean, that's worth 31300 approximately 391 fooders. Now, the 12 in DMC 12 was actually what they hoped the in- intended price would be. So $12,000 was the original targeted price for the DeLorean, but they br- I think they were about twenty five grand. So I'm, I'm going to go through 18 cars here, and this is the second one. The 1984 Porsche 944, average value $750. This one was famously seen in the movie 16 Candles. Now, there was a lot of Easter eggs in that movie. Some of the other Easter eggs included, let's see, the, uh, the license tag on that Porsche, Jake Ryan's license. He was actually 23 when that was filmed, playing a 16-year-old. The license plate number was 21850, which was John Hughes's birthday, February 18th, 1950, who was the director. And you could buy 536 chocolate cakes with the cost of that 944. Now, I I, ironically, at the end of the movie, or iconically at the end of the movie, is where Molly Ringwall's character is kissing Jake Ryan over a cake with 16 candles in it. Now, the next one's a 1963 Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud 3, average price $64,000. Uh, 
uh, for this car, you could buy 17,534 jars of Grey Poupon. That's a famous, iconic commercial from way back when, actually 1983. And that actually helped Grey Poupon out a lot. But it actually really hurt Rolls-Royce. It kind of hurt the brand because they had to get over that old old fart stigma. <laughs> I don't have a better way to say it. So let's see. Uh, let's see. The upscale mustard brand's icon... The 1984 Rolls-Royce TV commercial sparked a boon, boom in sales for Grey Poupon, which had been lagging far behind the reigning American favorite, French's classic yellow mustard. The next one I picked is a 1978 Jeep CJ7, but the Levi's edition, Renegade, worth $12,100. Now, with that amount of money, you can buy 186 pairs of Levi's jeans. They're about 60 bucks a pair nowadays. Now, interestingly enough, the Levi's jeans once had a crotch rivet, which sounds painful. So it was pointed out that in, by Popular Mechanics in 1999 that it was a source of numerous complaints from folks crouching in front of campfires. <laughs> the rivet would heat up, and you can imagine the results. So they took that out during World War II when they needed uh, more metal resources for the war effort, obviously. The next one's a 1972 Mazda Cosmos. This is for you, Myron. That one, actually, that car only weighed 2,200 pounds, and the average value is $71,300. And this is one of the cars that has is iconic for having a rotary engine. And let's see here. Interesting fact, the designer of the current Mazda logo has stated that he envisioned an owl while creating it. And the open wing look is meant to symbolize Mazda's vision to expand its wings for the future. So because this was a rotary engine car, for the price of this Mazda Cosmos, you could buy 2,172 rotary phones. Now, these are nice rotary phones by Western Electric. They're like 60 bucks each. The next one's a 1965 Ford Mustang GT Convertible. Average price $34,600. And with this amount of money, you could buy 277 Mustang horses, the real ones, the animals, have them as pets. Now, the Ford Mustang was originally going to be called a Cougar. The Ford Cougar, which I'm so glad it's the Mustang. And actually, the Mustang's running in the wrong direction if you look at the corral on the front grill of any early 60s Mustang. And another interesting fact about Mustangs, the horses... They are Spanish horses, and the name was derived from the Spanish word mustango, which means ownerless beast or stray horse, which is kind of interesting. The next one's a 1994 McLaren F1 LM spec. Now, this is when we get into the high dollar cars, when I was doing the calculations on which ones are worth their weight in gold. This one sold last year, RM Sotheby's 2019 auction, for just under $20 million, $19,800,000. Now, this one has a V12 engine, which can also be found, or a version of it can be found in the BMW 850ci. And for the price of that McLaren, almost $20 million, you could buy 880 BMW 850cis. And then another fun fact about the McLaren, the engine bay of the F1 was lined with gold. And I just read an interesting Jalopnik article where... I think the title was the cheapest option on a McLaren was actually the gold. Not that it was an option, but when you take off and you scrape off all the gold that was actually back there, it equated to about 700 bucks worth of gold, which would be by far the cheapest option on a McLaren. The next one I have is a 1939 Alfa Romeo 8C, 2900B Lungo 
Spider. So it's an Italian Spider car. Again, RM Sotheby's 2016. It sold for almost $20 million as well, $19,800,000. And so this is interesting. I compared this. So with that amount of money, almost $20 million, this is a horrible image, so get ready for this. You could buy $660,000 worth of pet tarantula spiders. <laughs> so I picked that because I Googled, what are Italian, you know, it's an Italian spider car. Are there any Italian spiders? Ironically, tarantulas, the word tarantula came from an Italian town where they were known to be found called Toronto, which is on the coast, on the sea. So very interesting bit of research there. The next car is a 1931 Bugatti Type 41 Royale. This one sold in Christie's in 1987. I believe there are only like six of these. And at the time, it was the most expensive car ever sold at auction for $7.5 million. If you do the math into today's dollars counting inflation, that's almost a $22 million car. And this one has uh, a very cool hood ornament. It's an, it's an elephant hood ornament that was designed by Bugatti's brother, whose name was Rembrandt Bugatti. And this hood ornament debuted on this car, the Type 41 Royale. So for the price of that car, $21,700, $700,000, you could buy 517 Asian elephants. How about that? Then the next car is a 1955 Jaguar D-Type, sold at RM Sotheby's in 2000. Actually, most of these cars I'm going to talk about were sold through Sotheby's in 2016, sold for just under $22 million. And for that price, $22 million, you can actually buy 2,904 black Jaguars, have them as a pet. So the D-Type famously finished first, second, third, fourth, and sixth at the 1957 Le Mans 24-hour race. It was interesting that these were not factory-backed cars. Factory-backing had stopped the year prior, so these were independent cars, but they did a wonderful job. Now the next one is a 1956 Aston Martin DBR1, sold again by Sotheby's in 2017, sold for 22.5, almost 22.6. And so for that amount of money, you can buy 3,437,000 dishes of fish and chips. So that's very British. It wasn't as expensive as I thought. They said they cost about five pounds each, which equates to less than $7. And then I realized a lot of street vendors sell fish and chips in London. Now, a popular side dish of fish and chips is mushy peas that are made up from fried marrow fat peas, which are first soaked overnight in water with two teaspoons of bicarbonate soda, baking soda. So that just makes me want to puke. All right, the next one, I'm just going to rattle off the next highest cars. I don't have any fun facts with these highest selling cars. Uh, 1967 Ferrari 275 GTB4 NART Spider sold in 2013 for $27,500,000. These are all Ferraris, so they're in the top of the list, but I didn't want to go too in-depth. Then we have a 1964 Ferrari 275 GTB C special for $28.7, $28.7 million. Then we have a 1956 Ferrari 290MM that sold for $28,000,000. And then another NART Spider. They only made 10 of them. The first two were alloy body cars. The last eight were steel. This one sold for over $30,000,000. And interesting fact about our third, our next car, which we have three more cars left. 1954 Mercedes-Benz W196. This is one of their race cars. Sold in Bonhams in 2013. Sold for over $32 million. And it still is not worth its weight in gold. 
It is, all, however, worth its weight in platinum. So you can buy 1.05 pounds, not pounds, but platinum. So uh, it's just a little bit over its weight in platinum. Now I compare this to, because this was a German car, the most popular beer in German is Beck's Pilsner Beer. And you can buy over 4.6 million glasses of Pilsner Beer for that price, $32 million. Now Pilsner is one of the youngest beer styles in the world. It was originally brewed in Czech Republic in 1842, and it was an immediate hit. So this was named after the town that it was first brewed in. All right, two to go. Now I have a 1957 Ferrari 335 Sports Scaglietti. This was sold in 2016. It's, again, not worth its weight in gold, even though it sold for $38 million. These prices have been adjusted for inflation. Um, that's uh, platinum again, so it's worth its weight in platinum. And then the one that is almost worth its weight in gold, I think a couple years ago it would have been, is a 1962 Ferrari 250 GTO that sold in Sotheby's in 2018. This car weighs 1,940 pounds, and it sold for $48 million. So it almost is worth its weight in gold. It all depends on timing, honestly. Uh, I think it's safe to say pretty much every other GTO in the world going forward, because I think the prices have increased since this car was sold in 2018. So if that car were to sell again, I think it would sell for more than $48 million and it would be worth its weight in gold. There was one that sold for $70 million privately, which is definitely worth its weight in gold. For the record, 2,000 pounds of gold equates to about $53 million. So these cars have to hit the $53 million threshold to be worth their weight in gold for the most part, if they're about a 2,000-pound car, which these are. So just a little bit of information about the GTO. Its iconic black horse rearing up on its back legs was once a family crest of a World War II hero. So he actually passed away. Uh, he was a World War I pilot, and he was killed during battle. But the widow let uh, Ferrari use it. He used to paint the horse on the side of his airplanes, which is kind of cool. So the answer to which cars are worth their weight in gold comes down to the Ferrari GTO. At this point, that's the only car that is worth its weight in gold. The last public auction one was close. The private the private sale one was worth more than its weight in gold. But that is it at this point. So thanks for joining us. I'll have another fun episode coming out next week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.